Let's go, girls. Come on. What's up, Joes, and welcome to episode 92 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Ryan Dempsey's back. Hi, buddy. Like a woman. Uh, <laughs> it hadn't got it hadn't got to the hook yet, but you can you can feel free to explain why that just opened our show, sir. No, so yeah. Uh, first of all, I do want to apologize. I. I just said Jeff in it. Uh, <laughs> for, for missing the last couple of weeks, and uh, I do apologize to the listeners. Uh, last week we uh, had a minor medical scare, kind of with uh, with Carla. Uh, got home from work, and she was running a moderate fever that kind of elevated really high, and she was I don't know, it was just, like just boiling hot forehead. Her whole body was getting like red splotches. Uh, she was complaining of headaches and just screaming and uh, just and nothing was working to kind of get her fever down. So it was kind of a scary situation. And um, my wife in the last couple of weeks has been getting her into Shania Twain, uh, Canada's country goddess. And uh, I don't know, she was just kind of like snuggling on me. We're laying in bed and she goes, Daddy, on your show, can you play Shania Twain for me? And I'm like, honey, I promise if, when when you get better, Daddy's gonna have Shania Twain on uh, play on the show, and you can listen to it. And I refuse to break a promise to my little girl. So that Carla, that one was for you, Honey Bear. Oh no, we can't we can't break a promise to Carla. Like, Never. I, hell, a couple weeks ago, uh, we wanted to put her hair in a beret or a beret uh, rather for for school, and she says, "Daddy, can you put one in your in your goatee?" Or she said, can you put one in your mustache? But she meant my the chin hair. I was like, yeah, sure. I put it in. And she goes, Daddy, can you work there all day long? I said, sure, honey. And I fucking worked a 10-hour shift. I worked all day long with that barrette in my goatee. I locked the doors and worked two hours with no one else. No one could even come into the building. And that thing was on my facial hair. Because I will not lie to my daughter. There you go. Look at you. Dad of the fucking year over here. <laughs> all, I, all I see is the top. All, God damn it! All I can see is the top of your fucking head. That's it. That's all I get I, is the top of your head. I don't, like, I don't know how to angle this. Like I, I, in my little picture thing, I see the whole thing. So I fear what I see is what you see. No, all I see now, I see your eye, eye, like part right, there. Right, oh, so there's what, two. That's top of your head. Well, how does that do? Does that do it better for you? That's that. Now I got a nose. I got a nose and two eyes. There's a. There we go. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't want to angle this damn thing. Like, fuck. I didn't even fucking know how to work at VCR until two years ago, and they're fucking obsolete. I've been staring at the top of your head for the last twenty minutes <laughs> before we even started recording. It's just like, been all your forehead. Why did you yell at me before and say, "Put that damn thing lower"? <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. <laughs> I've just been having a conversation with the top of your head. <laughs> uh, uh, what's that old that old guy that put his nose over the bricks? Uh, Kilroy. Remember from the old from Sticks? Yeah, from am, from, from Roboto. Yeah, yeah. I feel like 
That that song gets referenced a lot in this show. Like of all stick songs, it's always Domori Gato Mr. Roboto. And it's not even the best song, man. It's not. It's not. It's near their best song. Their best song. The, the correct answer to the best stick song is Ren- Tommy. Is, well, Renegade, obviously, but even just Tommy Shaw song. Any yeah. see any song by okay. Sticks I, sung yeah. by Tommy Shaw. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> there was Tommy Shaw is my favorite member of Sticks. And I had a joke for a very long time that I was going to name my child, my firstborn child, after my favorite member of Sticks. So I was going to have Tommy Shaw Shanahan. So any ladies listening, if you're interested in Thomas Shaw Shanahan the first. <laughs> that, that, yeah, well, I will, not be, I will not be naming my child Tommy Shaw Shanahan. It was a, just a <laughs> joke, but... I took it really far. It was something I said drunk once, I think, or fucked up on okay. mushrooms. I don't remember. Regardless, the great story. It works. It works. It's just kind of one of those things I've always said. It's it's a prime example. Since, like, I've, I had the nickname Biff and Biffy, like, fuck, years before I ever started playing music. Like, it's... I built my rap name around my nickname because I was just like, I never took myself seriously and whatever. So I just built it around my, my stupid nickname. But I, I have had, I've been throwing around the term and the phrase choosy moms choose Biff since 2005. Finally, (laughs) I got that shit two years ago on a fucking t-shirt and sold the fuck out of them. Where did Biff come from? Is it Biff Loman? Please tell me it's Biff Loman. No, and everyone always thinks it's Biff from Back to the Future. I wouldn't say Biff is in Biff Naked. Nope, not that either. So legitimately, <coughs> it came from my 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 former nickname before that was Big Jeff. I uh, I was. Oh, I got gotcha. One night while partying, it got shortened to Biff. And everyone thought it was fucking hilarious. And if you say like if you say kind of, if you if you imagine it in a drunk voice, it's it it, it, it pretty it much, dude. Perfect. That's exactly what happened. Was it was like it. three o'clock in the morning, three thirty in the morning, whatever. We were all fucking wasted, sitting in what eventually became my house's living room. Everyone's all fucked up and high and partying and shit, and. F- Half my name just got chopped off, and there it was. And I have uh, been stuck with it ever since. I fucking hated it at first, dude. Hated it. Hated it so much. After I started getting to know you, and and, and Dave, like back when I first came on the show, and I found out, like, uh, Biffy the Beat Slayer, Mm -hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? One of, well, it's probably one of Kara's, like, top three shows, if not top two shows of all time. <laughs> so she goes, his rap name is Biffy the Beat Slayer? I fucking love him even more. <laughs> so it's like, you became a legend like three times over. Yeah. And like, she saw this. Like, like Biffy, awesome. like, it, it, like, Biffy just like grows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's awesome. That's a great, like, it's a, it's like, one of those nicknames, it's not like, uh, those like lame ones that people like, that they make their own nicknames kind of thing. Like, yeah. Like it's like Biff, like 
like Big Jeff starts off as whatever, like, okay, Big Jeff. I'm Big Jeff, whatever. But Biff all of a sudden, like, as it grows and grows over the years, it comes, comes like, maybe, like, not the greatest beginnings, but, it be, but you become that person, which is kind of cool. It definitely did. Uh, like, it, it, was, it was one of those nicknames that just stuck. Like I said, I fucking hated it for a while. I was just like, God damn it. Fuck you guys. I fucking hate this name. Because then with that became, like, it's everybody fucking trying to come up with an iteration of Biff. So it was Biff Meister, Biff this, Biff that, blah, 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 blah. It, it just got old, okay. and I fucking uh, hated okay. it. But it... it, it Biff Meister. Dude. Oh, I would open hand slap those people. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a lady. So, so, but then, then you know, Biffster, that one got used a lot, um, which whatever, eventually, eventually, of course, obviously I got used to it and I, I grew to love it, but that only came with like people getting introduced to me by my friends as that. So like there got to a point where people didn't even know my real fucking name. And at that point, when everyone just uh, thinks that's uh, your fucking name, here we are. So, well, well I go Biff because I go Biff Loman. Which is the, uh, I mean, I'm sure you know the Seinfeld reference. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I always, like, anytime I can get a Seinfeld reference in my life, I'm always happy. So the fact that I have a Biff in my life makes me happy. Yeah, no, it's not a Biff Loman. It's not from Death of the Salesman. It's not from Back to the Future. Even though that's everyone's favorite. Everyone wants to be like, oh, yeah, the Biff, like Back to the Future. Like, sure, if that's what helps you fucking remember it, I guess. Or whatever. The, the fact that you actually called you the Biffster. Like Bifster kind of makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Like, like welcome to 1983. Like, dude, you have you have a nickname that's kind of working its way to being legit, and then someone throws a stir at the end. It's so, like, well, well. <laughs> so there used to be this dude. His name was his name was Tony. Tony was not our Tony. no 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 not 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 my not my friend tony this was a different tony this dude i wouldn't even at the time i wouldn't even call my friend he was our drug dealer oh, okay tony 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 was the house drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> legitimately like that's what he doesn't he's he's not his fucking gig anymore but he was mine and my roommate's fucking well i not my weed guy but anyway so Tony tried to make the, there's the the NASCAR driver his name is Dick Trickle. He tried to make Biff Trickle stick. Biff Trickle. Yeah. <laughs> take another hit. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, like come on, man. Biff Trickle. Once it oh, once once like all the stupid shit finally settled down and it just kind of stuck with like Biff or Biffy or whatever. Then it was okay. Then I, then then it was fine. Then I got used to it, and and it is what it is. Like obviously, I, I love it now. I use it. That's I'm known by a lot of people <laughs> outside of the MMA community by the name Biffy. So I mean, I wear it with a badge of honor now. See all the nicknames that I've ever either gone by or have ever given or <laughs> played around because I grew up in uh, in soccer locker room. Mm-hmm. So it was always throw an S-Y or an O. That's about it. Right. Yeah. Or, an, or just a symbol or an S. So I like, you know, everyone would short form Dempsey to Demps. Right. Or Ryan become Rhino. Yep. 
like just like it was, or so like it was, it was like simple, simple things like that. Like that, that was the nicknames. It was either S, S Y, or an O. That was every every like you have a, a room of thirty people, and there was like S Y S or an O, and that was the only nickname that you would ever hear. Like there was nothing like there was nothing original. And and this is going like fifteen years of different different players coming in and coming out kind of thing. So it's like it doesn't matter if you're. 13, 14, 18, 8, like, it was always the exact same thing all the time. So, like, when you hear something like Biffy and there's no connection to Jeff, like, I always wondered where Biffy came from. I always kind of like, I like that. Yeah, how you it, know. How, so, but yeah, so know. it's just kind of, uh, I like that one. The only other nickname that stuck really besides that or before that was i mean just everybody always just shortened no everybody just shortened my last name so it was always just shanny oh yeah 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 shanny that makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah <clears throat> and i still get that like my old wrestling coach that i was really close with <coughs> um and actually coached under and stuff <laughs> at one point <coughs> he still calls me shanny when i see him like there's still people from like school and stuff <laughs> that call me that but yeah right otherwise here we are biffy and and demps yep biffy and rhino <laughs> the average the average joes <laughs> the average joes jesus christ uh, so it feels, it feels good to be back in action though yeah man it, it's i mean oh, i'm sure it's been two weeks for you oh fuck it's been it's like two years in a fucking. We were talking off off before we hit record. You know, like it's been a long, I'd say eight weeks or so. Yeah. And the last it's just been a fucking whirlwind of life. Like just work turns to home life, turns to work, turns to home life. And it's like fuck. Like when I walked into work last Friday, and you know, I live in like I think Buffalo is about through four hours from where I live. Yeah, but when when I walk into work and everyone's like, "Oh, Black Friday, Christmas is here," you can only give so many dirty looks before you want to start throwing left hooks. You know, it's like, "Fuck Almighty, do not say that filthy word." Like, there's like, like there's only one dirty c word in the human language, and it ain't cunt. I'm sorry, no. like, <laughs> like it's there's only one dirty c word I cannot stand, and it's coming up in less than a month. Yay, another Grinch, just like me. I fucking hate Christmas, but we'll save that for another podcast. This is my last Christmas. How about that one? How about that? You got something to tell us? Yeah, nope. And I've been trying for years. This one's coming from the boss. This is the last time that Kara and I will be doing Christmas. We've explained the falsities of Santa to Carla, so she's aware. And going forward, we're gonna be doing more of a, a family celebration of like the winter, like just explaining what people actually do between Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, Tet, all the different things around the world. But ours is gonna be more of a good, just a family, another family celebration. The if gifts are involved, there'll be like a single gift per person at the most, and that's it. Like this is like we're moving forward in life and just doing things our way. Ryan. <laughs> I- while I support that decision very much, I am slightly disappointed that you left one important holiday tradition off of that list 
of ones that oh, you that's made. Yeah, yeah. After December twenty first, the poll will be up. Yeah, I, I was gonna say this is if you're gonna denounce Christmas, this is the perfect opportunity to fucking start celebrating goddamn Festivus. Listen, all right. So I know, well, I I know you know, but I'm hoping a lot of the listeners know the origins of Festivus of. Frank Costanza reaching up for that doll, and at the same time, another man is reaching for that doll. And as he was raining down blows, he thought there had to be another way. I almost had that same thought as we, me and Kara were discussing this. We were out <clears throat> to do a little shopping, get, get Carlos something, and uh, we um, found this... Uh, Elsa, frozen Elsa doll. And I almost elbowed an elder lady trying to grab it. Not proud of myself. <laughs> I almost did it. I was reaching over, I almost grabbed it. I almost or I almost elbowed her as I grabbed it and I thinking back, like as I was telling Kara like what happened, it was like Well uh... it's time. We got we gotta move on. We gotta advance our lives here because I almost took out an elderly lady for a doll. Damn it. <laughs> I was trying to play I I was trying to play on my iPad the Frank Costanza airing of grievances thing behind you while you were talking, but <laughs> but it wouldn't play cuz I forget that the sound it won't play loud enough on the iPad where you can hear it. Oh. Uh, and I didn't want to lose our place on feels like a woman for when we do the outro cuz I was you know, being we have we have an entire month that we can discuss Festivus when it comes. So, goddamn right, I got some airing of grievances to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of things to say to you people, and you're all gonna hear about it. <laughs> oh fuck, man! It doesn't get better than Seinfeld. Oh no, dude! I've been watching fucking um. American Gladiator reruns on Hulu lately, like the original ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been watching American Gladiators on Hulu. Like that's what I've been falling asleep to for the last two days. That's <laughs> that's oh, I I can't even think of the last one that actually. I I remember watching the ones with like from. Uh, in the mid two thousands, with uh, oh fuck, who's that that Jack Black guy? He's in uh, that Brooklyn Nine Nine show. Terry Crews. Yes, and he Hulk, was in that one. And Hulk Hogan, in- and that was the two thousands, right? Yeah, well, mid, like mid two thousand, mid two thousands, probably. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one a little bit more. But yeah, Hulk years. and Layla Ali and and Terry Crews, I think, and oh yeah, no, we're talking like I'm talking about 1980s original fucking gladiators with Mike Adamley and Joe Theismann was a commentator for the first couple of episodes, and then Larry Zonka came in. Mike Adamley was on those ones. Yeah, Mike Adamley was the commentator, man. I thought he was damn. He was, I thought he was young, young yeah. Mike Adamley. Because he was in WWF, like, what, like, 15 years ago, was it? Yeah. 
Damn, eh? Wow. Yeah, man. What the fuck did I do? There we go. Um, you just look so confused. Oh, I know. I like, all I hear is what I do. I'm like, uh oh. Oh no! I was I changed like the screen uh, uh, peripheral or something on my uh, iPad, and now I just uh -oh. got I got full screen Dempsey. I kind of like it. Hey, you know what? Take a picture, make it last. I mean, I, for next year. I mean, I can take a picture. I can take a screenshot. <laughs> I can take a screenshot of you at any time, just by pushing two buttons, sir. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Just make sure your camera doesn't break, eh? <laughs> Never. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'll get the MMA talk going. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts on Gastelum Bisping from the other night? Other morning? Whatever time it happened? Gastelum looked good. Was the better man that day. Props to Bisping for stepping in and saving things. Uh, you know, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Michael Bisbee anyway as a fighter. But, you know, Calvin's young. He caught him. Finished him. You know, I, I know this is the horse that's been beaten down so many times already. But I really, like, even when the fight was announced, I really wish Bisbee was not allowed to fight that one. I, I wasn't but super... Allowing him to fight on short notice and like, and what was like three quarters of the of across the world against a guy with a full camp, he wasn't gonna win. It was gonna be if he won, it would be the upset of the year. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like the camp, the UFC, like when he offered to fight, there should have been no one that said yes. Like everyone should have said no. The fact that, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't think it tarnishes his legacy. No, it doesn't tarnish his legacy uh, at all. Uh, I just yeah. feel like, I just feel like, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, like, there, there's no need for it. Like, I, I agree with you. I, I, I mean, I wasn't excited when he signed on to fight or anything like that. Um, right. But I, I wasn't angry about it at the same time. If that makes any sense? No, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, when the fight was announced, yeah, definitely was. Um, it was one of those things where it's like, oh shit, business stepping in, like, oh fuck, this is gonna be awesome. And then I don't know, like, I think it was uh, Big Brown Breakdown or Fighting Their Kid. One of the two I was listening to when it was announced that he was gonna be stepping in, and Brendan Shaw really laid out a lot of the points that. I wasn't even thinking of at the time. They got me thinking, like, oh, maybe this isn't a good idea. And then when I saw the highlights, I mean, he looked okay to start, but everything that was pointed out that could happen did happen, and I kind of started thinking, like, like you know, maybe, like, there is a reason. I mean, there's commissions in place, and I didn't know this until today, but when the UFC travels outside North America, they're the commission. I didn't know that. So when they went to China, the Chinese commission is actually the UFC. So if Dana White says, oh, he's good to go, then he was going to be allowed to fight regardless what any doctor in North America would have said. No, it, I think it was way too soon. But for him, I think it was kind of trying to get one in the bank. 
like, hey, I'll step up, do you guys a favor, let me dictate my retirement fight so I can fight in London or wherever, Liverpool or wherever they're going to be at. I think it's London he wants to fight. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's London. So, um... I don't know. I just feel, and I guess like the whole his whole argument of like that he could make of, you know, Kelvin's young with short notice is one thing. But for me, it's more like just like the whole health thing. Like you see all this crap that's going on with like with brain injuries and that. I don't know. It's like I get like all these people calling him a warrior. I'd rather see less warriors and smarter fighters. I guess overall. I mean, that's I. I mean, I'd rather see guys like. um uh, TJ Grant or Chris Holdsworth that take a brain injury. I mean, those two guys are obviously extremes. They had to retire, but I'd rather see guys. I would rather see them step away and properly recover than just take a fight because they're a big name. Yeah, I agree too. But the other thing I think about too for Mike was he took it because he wanted to get paid. Yeah. Hey, let me headline another That's card. It, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Stack up that money. Yeah. Did I want to see him get knocked out? No, but I understand why he did it. He's 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 39. I mean, and yeah, he's made a lot of money, but you got to secure I mean, that, you got to secure that future. And that knockout, that's the way that Gaslam hit that one too. That's almost like depend. I mean, there hasn't been too many highlight real knockouts in the UFC. So when it comes to like big knockouts this year, you're kind of looking at names and that might be one of like the bigger knockouts of this year. Maybe like one of the top five knockouts that we've seen this year. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I could say I can agree with that point. Like I, it's a, I can't I think mean, of any, I can't think of some other ones that would be better right I off mean, the top of my head right now, but I, I think of one that would be bigger than that. Yuan and Rose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, but that was more. I guess that's more TKO. But, but I mean, I mean, I don't. Arguably, I mean, arguably, uh, TJ over Cody too. I think that was a. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess John Jones's head kick. Well, that was a no contest. There we go. There we go. There's there's the fir- there's the finger. There's the first finger of the night, folks. <laughs> well, technically it's the second because uh, our pre-show discussion. Oh, right. <laughs> but uh, I don't think Anderson Silva, watching what, like watching how Gaston looked, I think Silva would have lasted until maybe the fourth, maybe decision. But Gaston looked really good on on, on in that. Like, I mean, that was, I, I think I've watched highlights in that fight. I would have I would have so. picked if Anderson had not gotten popped and they got to that fight I was I would have picked Gaslam going in I I've been outside of the Weidman fight and I picked and I lost a bet to Kyle because I picked Gaslam to beat Weidman That's right you yeah, that's right I remember you picked yeah that's right that's right you did pick Gaslam that I've I've liked Gaslam at 85 I liked him at 70 he just his fat ass couldn't make the weight but I liked him at 85. I I have liked him this entire time at 85. The only the only two fights I didn't like Gastelum was the Wyvern fight and when he fought Woodley. 
And the only reason I didn't like him against Woodley was because he had missed weight going into that fight. Mm-hmm. So that, that was like a, like a night of the fight, not really into what I was about to see kind of thing. Yeah, and I wasn't too happy with his performance against Weidman, obviously, but I picked him. I thought he... I... Yeah, so I, but I think I think you're right 100%. The, gas, the only problem with Gaslam is with what we saw against Weidman, what does he do against like those top five? Like, what can he do against... Souza, Rockhold, Yoel, uh, Whitaker, if GSP stays there, how does he perform? And if he goes down to 170, can he actually maintain making the weight? Because he fired Dolce. Right. So he's clearly not committed to making 170. Because if he makes 170, maybe he can be the future of 170. But I don't know if he can be the future of 185. Cause... There's a lot of guys getting away from Dolce, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just. <clears throat> I mean, you listen to Lutrition talking with Blake and and uh, Shorty Torres. Yeah, shouts to the load of Joes. I just really, I just really hope that that Gaslam can figure out what he needs to do, because like like I'm I'm really high on him. I want to see him do really well. I am. Just, uh, too. It's, it's just a matter of how can he perform against that upper echelon of 185. But, I mean, we'll see going forward because he probably can have a fight early 2018, I'm guessing, at this rate. He's got to be able to. I mean, he didn't take a lot of damage. He had to, probably had a good camp. <clears throat> I think... Although he almost missed weight. He did almost miss yeah. weight. That he needed the second weigh-in this weekend. I forgot about that. He he's becoming the the new Johnny Hendricks almost. <laughs> Can't make one seventy, bump him up fifteen pounds, and still need that second weigh-in. Hopefully that was just a fluke. Yeah, overseas you got to take that into consideration. True. That yeah, that's true. New, yeah. New food, new diets, new balances, shit like that. You don't want to eat. You don't want to eat certain things because you gotta be afraid to fucking get sick, like Ian Goddamn McCall. And then you fucking, you know, you walk past the store for instance, some Peking duck hanging in the window. I, I dare you to turn down Peking duck. <laughs> dare you? I will walk on by, sir. I will walk in that store and I'll take fifteen of them, take them back to my hotel room, and I'll come out looking like DC on a Saturday afternoon. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Cakes and pies and chicken. <laughs> oh man! Hey, Nelson just passed like this. That that car. I mean, I woke up for work and I was actually I was at work and uh, a, a guy that comes in and just find out he's a big UFC fan. And uh, we got the, he comes in and goes, "Hey, what time are the fights on?" I look, I look, I look at the clock and like. Okay, so it's six thirty. <clears throat> so, uh, <sighs> said about two and a half hours ago. He goes, "What?" I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I woke up for work at four thirty, and there were two cards already in the books. Yeah, so they started yeah, at like three thirty in the morning, three forty-five in the morning, I think it was. Yeah, he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like so busy, and that's when we're fighting at like eight in the morning. Like, yep. How funny. He's like, all right, go ahead, go home, put on fight pass, and catch him. <laughs> like, go for it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I 
I didn't catch any of the fights during because I had to work. <clears throat> I gave up my Saturday because my work let me have Friday off, so I didn't have to come home Thanksgiving during the day and drive back from Ohio. So that was cool. Oh, shit. A belated happy Thanksgiving. Very happy. I, I wasn't there to wish it to you guys last week. Happy Thanksgiving, America. The real Thanksgiving. <clears throat> it was, too, because the Lions blew it. The finger, there it is. Hey, how'd your Packers do? Well, as good as I thought they were. Actually, better than I thought they were going to do. Took a, a helmet-to-helmet no-call from TJ uh, Watt to lead the Steelers to victory. So, hey, I'll take it. Whatever. Lost on the last second field goal in Pittsburgh. That's all good. You know Not who, last. We ain't last, Chicago. <laughs> you know who cleaned up on that game? This guy. You, you took the Packers or? Oh, no. Not money. Fantasy. Fantasy, sir. Oh, fantasy. Oh. I had... Yeah. I had the Packers running back who went off, and I have Devontae Adams. So, oh yeah, Devontae. Guys, have, you know, like Devontae Adams is up there with Mike Brown as like the top two statistical receivers in the NFL in the last, I think, three years right now. I've had but- Devontae Adams for the last two years, man. It's it's been great. I like, I mean, I've been like watching the Packers. I've always known his name. But I don't follow him statistically because I don't do fantasy. And I just saw a little statistic that popped up the other day before the game that was showing what him and Mike Brown have done in the last three years and how they are the top two receivers in the NFL. Fucking blew my mind, man. Like I didn't realize he was that fucking good. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, Hundley for a while it was like one of the only dudes he was throwing to. Well, that's it. It's like Randall Cobb and Jordan Nelson are always going to be covered, it seems like. Because... Or hurt. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like those are, like if they're healthy, it goes to Cobb or, or Nelson. That's just how the Packers have been, right? Like uh, Devontae still gets plenty of looks. <laughs> I can attest to that. Yeah. Especially yeah, with Aaron. He got more. <laughs> he almost got more passes because fucking Hundley can't throw a goddamn ball. But... um. But when he does, but when he does, it's against the Steelers secondary. <laughs> hey, whatever. I didn't have the Steelers defense. I also had the Steelers kicker, who got me a nice amount of points. I'm in the playoffs. I went from out of the playoffs to in the playoffs in two weeks. I remember the first the first time we talked fantasy, and you were telling me how you had Devontae Adams. We ended the conversation. I went into my living room and I put on the Bears and Packers uh, Thursday night game. And I'm not shitting you. Like two minutes into putting the game on, was when Devontae Adams took that shot. I'm like, oh fuck, Jeff was just telling me that we had Devontae. I'm like, well, there goes Jeff's season. And like the next week, the guy's taking passes. Like, oh, Jeff's gonna be a happy guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've had some guys battling injuries. Devontae, both my Devontae's, man, Devontae Freeman and Adams. Freeman, yeah, yeah. But I got a couple of steals with the. I picked up. I had James White, and then I picked up. I can't even think of his name. Williams. I picked up Williams off the waiver wire, and then I've had Elvin Kamara, who is a goddamn gem. So many fucking points. 
everybody on that's listening that plays fantasy, they know if they have Evelyn Kamara. It's funny because I have like I hear the names and like some of them I know, some of them I don't. But fantasy for me, it's just like over the head. Like well, I got. I think don't the Packers play the Saints pretty soon? Uh, yeah, they got to because they have they have Vikings, Bears. Yeah, they got to have uh, they have the rest of the NFC South coming up soon. So. You'll you'll learn about about Camara. <laughs> <laughs> you'll learn all. The, the look in your eyes as you said that was so perfect. You'll learn about him, <laughs> dude. He's an animal. He scored. He scored me almost forty points last week. Which I know that means nothing to you, but it's a lot of fucking points. Yeah. Running back or yeah, running back. Yeah, he had pass catching running back. So I get one, oh, okay. I get one point for every reception, and then a certain a percentage points per yard, and then touchdowns are worth like six points. Okay. In rush yards, you get a point for every ten, and then obviously touchdowns are still six points. Cleaned up. I don't know, man. I mean, we might as well talk about whatever because this card <laughs> there's only goddamn fucking five fights listed right now because it's Tuesday night and the finale of the Ultimate Fighter hasn't happened yet. And, and, and like I was telling you, when it came down to the Ultimate Fighter, the only fighter that I could give you any information about might be on the finale card if she wins her <laughs> semifinal fight. Yeah. Morta Fairy is the only one that I'm really familiar with. I've caught a couple episodes early on in the season, but that's it. And so I know she's in the semifinals, but if she doesn't win, is it tomorrow night? I think the show airs, or tonight? Tomorrow. Wednesday, it, Wednesday it, night. So if she doesn't win tomorrow, I got shit. <laughs> if she wins, I'm picking Roxanne to go all the way. Yeah, I've got nothing. Thing. I have not watched an episode. I kept saying, like, I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch it. You know, let a few episodes build up, and then I'll watch it. Because I used to, like, the, the spring seasons and stuff, I watch right. on Sundays. I throw it on my iPad. I play video games. And then I have Ultimate Fighter just kind of on in the background, listening and kind of watching it in between shit. Right. Right now, it's football Sunday. <laughs> and more importantly, it's fantasy football uh -huh. Sunday. So I will play. More importantly, more importantly it's two eighteen week. It is two eighteen week. So, so there's even less reason for you to be paying attention to this weekend Ultimate Fighter. Oh no, I'll watch it when I get back from the hotel or back to the hotel. I'm sure. I ain't gonna have shit else you know, to do. You're gonna, you're gonna get back from the hotel and watch Ultimate Fighter or getting partying? No, after Rogan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll get back to the hotel on Friday after Rogan. Won't have anything to do. And then I'll probably watch. I think Rogan starts at 10. Probably, probably over by... The, oh, no, yeah, five, yeah, okay, midnight. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I can DVR it and watch it right on my iPad, man. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I've got... Well, through I've got... PlayStation View, so I can like, I have an app that I just click and it gives me my shit. 
just remember like less than an hour ago i realized i could like lower the tablet in my hand and you get a better view of me <laughs> like <laughs> let's remember where i am technologically okay like i'm like i'm neanderthal like i'm, I'm thousands behind people i'm helping you don't worry <laughs> but yeah so i can watch it and i i might bring my playstation with me who knows so i can watch it just from from my ipad or whatever i mean right now the spicely Mershot fight on Friday nights lining up to be the only real fight of consequence that people will know. Like, well, the average fan would know about. I'm guessing, you know, like there's not. I mean, you're I, not, I, I, you're I, not I, hyped I, for Andrew Sanchez and Ryan Jans. <laughs> I get that. Like a lot of the card is probably going to be promoting the 125 division. I get that. But, There's still I mean, fights to be announced. Obviously, they gotta wait until because they'll, they'll they'll have it's some of the Tuesday. the fights are on Friday. What are... They can't announce too many more. It's well, I mean, like away. like of the girls. Oh, oh, I see. okay. So it's not like me, like John Jones and Woodwalk. No, 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 no. From the show, like the the, the they gotta <laughs> sprinkle in the one twenty five girls besides the main event. Obviously, the. Yeah. The finale, but see, I get that. But I mean, Ultimate Fighter used to like the week of the card, they would have pretty much everything set. Like they were not set, but they would have contestants lined up to fight at least, and with like at least some named guys sprinkled throughout the card. Here, it's just like I don't know. It's almost like they just don't give a shit about this card for some reason. Well, you got to remember, it's leading into a pay per view. Yeah. So they put the coaches fight on pay-per-view, obviously. Which, I mean, I like the fact that they're doing that. Yeah, me too. They... That's one of the fights I'm most excited <laughs> for. Oh, yeah, so, and I, get that. And I understand it is a different circumstance, but, I mean, they had Joanna and Claudia headlining a paper. I mean, it is a different circumstance, but there used to be a lot better fights. I, mean, I don't know, this, this ultimate fighter, like, the last – Two, the Demetrius Johnson card and the Redemption card seem to have a lot more hype behind it. For some reason, this one here seems to be getting this forgotten about altogether. I don't know. I mean, do you I, remember? I like... But there wasn't, if, if I remember right, there wasn't a ton of hype behind the 115 girls when Rose and Carla fought. I think there was a little bit, yeah. I think because it had Gilbert and uh, and uh, Anthony Pettis, where they, they weren't on the headliners, but they were like there was something big. There was a title on the line for the coaches. I think that was the big thing. The Ultimate Fighter always used to have like that huge, huge fight, whereas now it's a solid third fight on the card. But coaches. now, but but some of these like that one. And this one is supposed to be more focused on the actual title from the Ultimate Fighter itself. And that's it. And, and UFC's not, I think that's UFC's fault also. Like, they're not promoting this title fight. Like, they're not promoting the, the, uh, the season as crowning new champion. I mean, maybe if these girls were blonde with blue eyes, there'd be more hype behind it. I don't know. Come on. Come on. No. 
No, it's not. No, it's newness. No, no, newness. You you saw <laughs> my comments. I oh, I, I disagree I with her. I mean, I get well, some of what she said. I get some of what she said, but I mean, it's it's not like the company has not tried to promote Amanda Nunes, and I will give her the credit of of last year against Ronda, for sure. That was fucked. She was the champion, and I said it on the show that she did not get the promotion she deserved. But now, no, you know, I know, I know, I you know, I'm just fucked. Actually, one of the better uh, things I saw was a picture of her. She's sitting at the table with her title in front of her. And she says, you know, the UFC only wants blonde hair, girls with blonde hair and blue eyes. And then it shows her after a fight, like screaming, like that ape, like the apex of her, of her victory. And she goes, so do I. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it was such a good picture. I've seen that one too, yeah. Oh, I saw it, it was like, I, I saw it like fucking right. <laughs> but I know this, this whole season just kind of felt the wayside for me. To be honest, like I just, I forgot. Like there were like the last, like I felt like you know, I was like I told you how I was. I was starting to get back into the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, I had been too. And, and then all of a sudden this year, uh, Quest, one of our listeners, he's uh, he's uh, my my bug guy. He comes in, he's like, "Hey, watch Ultimate Fighter." I'm like, "Oh fuck, I forgot that shit was even on." Like I haven't seen any promotion anywhere on like on ESPN for you guys. I'm sure there, there's the same out as I'm getting or Fox me for you guys. It's it's uh, yeah, it's FS1. Oh yeah, and we get the same thing here for TSN. I'm like, there's I get all these promotions for the pay per views and fight nights, but this season there's been nothing for Open Fighter. Like I don't know whatever the spending is. There's just been nothing. I see a lot of the commercials during the fights themselves on FS1. Okay. I've I've seen at least there's always at least one or there's always more than one, but I always see commercials for the Ultimate Fighter episodes on like when I'm watching the FS1 cards or F, you know wherever and then uh you know I know UFC tonight does stuff after the the show to try to help promote things and brings on the people that fought usually and or the coaches or something so they try to promote it but you got to just have interest and 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 personally i'm usually interested it's just i just haven't had the time to try to play catch up I'm, i'm i'm not opposed to going back after a season's over and watching the whole thing over again i have it all dvr'd anyway so i think that that's the other thing too is that This season, uh, the I think I watched the first three episodes. They didn't do any real hype. Like at the end of the episode, there was never like the the I maybe it's like a girl to girl as opposed to man to man thing. There was no like just energy driven like grab the guy by the throat like TJ and uh, and Cody. Or um, even in the uh, the champion champions uh, thing, there was always there was something always happening. Well, it was just, it was just like next time Ultimate Fighter, the girls meet Misha Tate, and then they have a fight. I'm like, oh, okay, like, there was nothing that really grabbed your attention to want to see it. Everybody knew that there were they weren't going to get those shit talking moments between the coaches really from Justin and Eddie. Right. Like, yeah. The, yeah. Justin doesn't I, I, shit talk really. It's not his thing. This thing is well, just I mean, going just, in and punching you in the face. 
that, well, that, that was, I was to say Justin's biggest shit talk is he it was him saying, I'm probably going to knock out Alvarez or he's going to knock me out. Like his, his, his shit talk is saying one of us is going to get knocked out and it could very well be me. Like you don't usually hear fighters say I might get knocked out in this fight. Like normally it's, he's going home in a body bag and that's it. Like, like to your, to your credit, like you said, like it's, like he doesn't have that, that anger, that draw within him. And, and Eddie does to an extent, but that's not even really Eddie's thing. Eddie tried it because he had to with Connor. And I'm like, <clears throat> I'm kind of, you know, you could kind of see it with him and Michael Chandler. They just genuinely didn't like each other. But right. it's not Eddie's shit. So you're not going to get that hype. Like, Ioana and Claudia, there was, obviously they hated each other. Um, right. Like, but Gil and, and Anthony didn't really have that much shit either. No, that was more. It was all was, more the drama with the girls. And I was going to say, if there was any shit talk with those two guys, it would have been their camps because uh, Gil has the Diaz brothers in his corner. Like that would have been. Yeah, the but they of... weren't really. I don't. No, no, no. I know. I just said that if there was any shit talk in in that show, it would have been if the Diaz brothers showed up. Kind of right. Thing. Like, it was not be from Gil. No, I mean Jake was probably there. I'm sure, but. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it, I don't know. It's more, it's just a shame though that, I mean, in a, like, in the sense that how Amanda Nunes is kind of right, in the sense that the UFC, I mean, the promos that they are doing and the the effort that they're putting up for two eighteen is awesome, but I do wish that they did spend a little bit more time in the season because the couple of fights that I saw early on in the season were good. There were good fighters on this and season. The, the problem is that like TSN here in Canada, were, like I said, they were doing back-to-back episodes and then back-to-back-to-back because they would they skipped a week or they skipped two weeks. Um, and then they didn't do any commercials to promote it. So I'm just it just hurt it overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just sucks, but it is what it is. Here we are, week of the fight, and I know... Oh, I know four fighters on the well. I know three fighters on the card, maybe four. There are good fights, though. There are good fights. Spicely Mershon, I think, should be a good fight. Except for that one. That Soto, one. dude. Soto and Brett Johns <laughs> looks like it's going to be a good fight too. I mean, Joe's Joe's coming in. What was I just looked at his record? Like four fight win streak, three fight win streak. Already. His last loss. Um... TJ, no? No, Michinori Tanaka. Sorry? Michinori Tanaka. Oh, right. He went, after he lost to TJ, he lost uh, two more in a row. He got beat by Anthony Burchek, by KO, and then uh, by split decision with Tanaka. And then since then, he has won three fights in a row, dating back Chris I I, I remember people were talking about him uh he should have been cut, but he was kind of gifted extended stay because how he saved that one card, the uh, one seventy seven or whatever well, it was. I, I think they were. I think he kind of ended up killing off Chris Beal, if I remember right. Like, because I think uh, I think he kind of was just getting fed to Chris Beal because they were trying to build up Chris Beal off of Chris, uh, yeah, 
Oh, the ultimate fighter. Ultimate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And took... yeah, I and remember that. Joe yeah. choked him. Joe submitted him. Uh, I think he choked him out. But and Bill was beating him up. And uh, he got beat. And then he beat Beltran by submission. And he's got a decision over Ronnie Yaha. And uh, Brett Johns is coming in on a two-fight win streak. Over uh, Quan Ho Kwok and Albert Morales. Should be fun. Um, and then, yeah, the aforementioned and, and, Sanchez and, and Jans. We've talked about this before. Like, sometimes these are the fun cards, right? Like, you have no expectations. So maybe some of these people you don't know about, and especially in that women's division, you have no idea what to expect. Maybe this is the time where you sit back you know, you crack open a beer, you grab your chicken wing, you sit down and, oh, shit, like, what a fun fight that was. Or, wow, that person's awesome. I want to start following more of their fights. Like, who knows what we're uh, what we're going to see uh, from this card. Like, hopefully it, it pans out. Well, and it's also, I mean, let's face it. It's a, it's a palate teaser for, or an appetizer for Saturday. Yeah. And, oh, and they had to cram the card in somewhere. Um. There wasn't another opportunity to put it a weekend before the fight because obviously they knew they wanted to do Gagey and Alvarez on the pay-per-view. Right. So cram it in on a Friday night. Yeah, because it used to be a uh, week before that they would do this kind of card. or Yeah. but Or, it, or even like the Wednesday of the fight week. They do it either the Saturday before or the Wednesday before, but it was always – around them but yeah like this one like this is kind of falls in like that awkward we have so many cards stacked or scheduled and we have to fit something in because we have this reality show finale we gotta throw in but i mean oh well, i mean the, i mean the best part is that we at least get the introduction to 125 for the women like, at least we now kind of get that slightly settled so we can go forward now with like Rose and Joanna and Carolina and Paige Van Zandt and uh, Beck and like all these women who are what's going to happen with them we'll know Friday night who the champion is and we'll kind of start learning the pecking order of who sits where going forward Yep. so we got that so that's awesome yeah I, I, I mean I'll be checking out the card like I said, we'll be watching it either Friday night or Saturday before the fights. My plan to go to Founders got shot down because Founders isn't open yet. They open next Monday, so <laughs> that's cool. Missed it by that much. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I can go to Founders anytime I want. It was more so an easy way for me to go see my buddy Dom, who's the general manager there now. Okay. Um, and at the same time, drink beer from Founders, obviously. So, but it was more so about seeing Dom. So I got to figure out a way to link up with him while I'm down there because I need to see my buddy. It's going to be a good weekend, man. I'm excited. Super excited. Super, super, super excited. I get to see Joe Rogan. Hopefully see the Wayans. I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to link up with John. Maybe at least, you know, in passing at the arena or something, say hi. That'd 
That would be cool. Yeah, it should be like <clears throat> yeah, the uh, this is and this is your first UFC, right? My very first one, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. All man. of ours, really? all three of me, all three of us in together have never been to a live UFC, and I don't think maybe Tony's gone to a live MMA fight, but I don't think those either one of them maybe has ever gone to a live MMA fight. I've been to a few Michigan Amis and shit, but yeah, I'm. But there's something with the UFC, like I mean. You can say about anything, right? Your first NFL, NBA, NHL, whatever the sport. Like, there's something about being there. Like, even if, like, I remember watching it. Uh, uh, God, I can't. Mike Reed. No, fuck. It was the Ultimate Fighter Tough Smashes winner against. I want to. No, I mean, it was the Ultimate. Fuck. It was the first fight of the of the 158 pay per view, and watching it on DVD, it was <laughs> not that great. But in person, with the energy in the place, it was like it was like it was fun, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it was awesome. Like there's like it there's something that comes out of watching it live. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna be at every fight. Like there's, I'm not missing a single one, and that that's the best way to do it. Well, I've got to be there. ABC's kicking off the card, so I got to go support my girl. Watch She's it. the first one the whole thing, eh? I believe so. I'm pretty sure. Huh? Let me let's let's look. I'm pretty sure ABC's kicking it off. I think it's ABC and Magana. Um. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Magana Cooper is the first fight of the prelims. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have to be. No, they have it as the headliner on here on the UFC's website. Willis and Crowder. Maybe they're giving. They're gonna give Cooper since she's the hometown girl a headline spot. Yeah, maybe. Uh... I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know, none of the other guys fighting on the card are as big a name as this, uh, Magana or her. I mean, at least that people know. Right, yeah. Justin Willis. I've seen uh, Kimball. Dominic Reyes. But, yeah. I will not miss a single fight. Will not miss a single fight. Uh, you're gonna you're you're gonna have an absolute blast, like guaranteed. Damn, they shifted it around a little bit. Cejudo and Pettis is the Alvarez and Gagey are the second fight on the card. Huh? It flipped really? them. Yeah, it flipped them. Always find a way to get you. I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm. A, I mean, I'm excited. I'm super excited about. It. Um, Cejudo and Pettis. I've been waiting for that fight since it got announced almost... Fuck, I don't even know how long ago. And then got canceled and shit like that. So I'm fucking... I'm happy that you... Okay, cause, well, because you were so stoked to see that one. Uh, I'm really happy that you actually get to see this one live. Yeah, I'm, like, I, too, was, I remember being... I was, I was really, really bummed when that fight was canceled. Um... I know that you were even more bummed about it. 
yeah i i so the fact that you got bummed out in order to see it live is pretty awesome yeah dude this is super cool and and alvarez and gagey i think i'm might almost be the most excited about honestly (laughs) yeah that one and the um Oh, uh, uh, close. Oh, the Jakar close and uh, David Tabor. Uh, Tamer, yeah. Those those two fights are the ones that I'm on the. I don't even know who I could pick a winner of in those two fights because I expect both of them to be just fire. Yeah, so I think those are going to be. I think those two are going to be two of the best fights as well. I think Tamer and Close are going to duke it the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, definitely. They, and Jakar will have the the home crowd behind him too, being a Michigan guy. Yeah, I I've learned to not sleep on the uh, and on uh, Tamer. It's too bad. Oh, I me either. I like David Tamer. Like I, I I've learned in the last fight or two that you just like you can't sleep on him. <laughs> like, and he's becoming the kind of guy where your beer is empty and your bowl of nachos is done. You have to wait till the next round to before you go to the kitchen to, to refresh. Well, close either. Like I gave him no shot against Martin Casey. I thought Martin Casey was going to beat the brakes off of Jakar Close. <laughs> that's right. That's where I first learned about him was in that fight. That's that's right. I forgot because I, I was going with D. Casey in that one. Yeah, we all did. I yeah, had, I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Sarah Jakar Close's first fight against Devin Powell. Um. And notice because you know he was from Kalamazoo, so obviously I was like, "Oh shit, Michigan guy, whatever." But when he got announced to to fight against Marty Casey, like, it's like he's gonna fucking get killed, and he put it to him, took him down three times. <laughs> Tabor's dangerous though. Tabor's a dangerous, dangerous striker. He's a dangerous striker. Yeah, he's vicious on his yeah, feet. Yeah, his kicks especially. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple fights like I like I haven't. I mean, Scott. been too MMA crazy the last couple of weeks. But when I was looking at this card the other night, just I was just laying on the couch watching TV, and I was you know grabbing my phone, flipping through the through the card. I was like, oh shit, dude, there's some three or four. Sleeper fight. I mean, okay. yeah. so you have Gaethje Alvarez, which everyone expects, but then there's a couple fights that kind of sneak up on you that, I mean, we're, we'll go into detail on Thursday, but there's a couple fights that just snuck up on me that I had, like, I don't know if it was just I heard about them but put them off or just well, didn't realize that there was this card or, or what, but I just I just noticed them this week. I don't know if you listened to the episode with, uh, with Rafael or not, Oh yeah, so I mean, if you remember from that, like when we started talking about this card, I pointed out this fight in particular as one that I I thought was going to be a war, the uh, close and tamer fight. I think I I listened to the card. I think I may have missed that part. Yeah, it it was just kind of like brief, but like we were we were talking about 
Because we didn't talk about obviously the other fights, and we started talking about this yeah, card. I, I, I remember you guys all. T- I remember you guys talking tons and tons about yeah, ECW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a lot of ECW, but like we talked about this card a little bit, and I was going through some of the fights, and just like holy shit, holy shit, and then I was like holy shit, David uh, Tamer and fucking Jakar Close are fighting on this card. This one's gonna be a war, and it just kind of got glossed over, and we just kept going. But like I remember that because these two guys are just fucking they're animals. Animals. Right. Torres and Watterson should be a good fight, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it tomorrow or on Thursday. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I can like I've been to a, more than a few Lions games. I've been to a couple Pistons games. Um, the only Red Wings game I've ever been to was a playoff game back in O's. 2009, 2010, 2010, me and Tony went. It was super, it was a fucking amazing experience. But, like, the only thing I can really attest this excitement to, like, a sporting event that I've gone to like this would have been, like, the first time I went to the Big Ten Championships. Not quite in this level, but a sport that means. I was going to say something collegiate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Energy. Well, (laughs) even just, like, it's just, like, it's a sport. Wrestling is a sport that means a ton to me. Like, I love that sport more than almost anything else. And MMA is kind of the same way for me. It's just like wrestling and next evolution. So. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That live competition feeling, you know, it almost feels like watching a wrestling match or watching the match. No, I'm going to fucking nationals this year. God damn it. That's awesome. Going to fucking nationals. Going to go see Kyle Snyder. Joe Rogan was talking about Kyle Snyder the other day. I heard that one, yeah. In the, M- heard in the MMA show. Kyle. Yeah, I heard, when I heard that, I was like, oh, shit, that's Jeff's guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio State University, man. Kyle fucking Snyder, our gold medalist. I want to say I'm a huge Buckeyes fan this week. For no reason in particular. I caught so <laughs> much shit. For that, picture, that fucking meme I made. Picture, oh, fuck that. Like, when Instagram that, cut like, it off. It pissed me off because, like, when it, it fucking sized it, it cut it off. So when I saw that, I was I, I, I set the computer because I was, I was just going to put up something about um, Michigan and Alabama both losing on the same day. So I wanted to say I was just going to go on Facebook and make a post with that. And then I go on Facebook, and the first thing I see is your picture. I was just like, Oh fuck! Just gonna get ripped apart. <laughs> so much butt hurt on that when post. I, when I saw uh, Big Drew, when he was saying, uh, when he had said something like, "Oh, we're doing the show prep on Saturday, so you know, Monday's gonna be a, a good show or something like that." And you put the picture there too. <laughs> like, oh, I tweeted so him. They were I. So I was listening <laughs> to the show on the way home yesterday. And they were, when I was getting out of work, they were getting ready to talk about, uh, or some more about Michigan and Ohio State. And I tweeted Drew. <laughs> I said, Peters would have won that game. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there was a lot of butt hurt on that post. It was funny. And a bunch of nerds. I like to entice. I I I'm, I instigate shit. What can I say? I mean, you might as well. 
That's what I do. Fuck it, dude. That's what I grew up with when I was growing up in Michigan State was terrible and would get beat by Michigan every year, you know, except those one, you know, every few years we'd get one. And my friends just continuously talking shit. Always. I've never, ever cared for Michigan. I've never liked Michigan. So, I mean, when their players make the pros that they play for my team, cool. But when they're still a col- when they're still in college, I hope they go, you know, over ten, over eleven. <laughs> like I do, do like Michigan. I don't know. Even like, like I think it's like the location to Windsor. Everyone in Windsor is Michigan. Of course. Mich- there's no state though. It's all Michigan, 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 Michigan. I I knew one guy. I went to high school. With one guy who liked Penn State. He was the only person who liked someone outside of Michigan. Mm. Like. That's like, and the only reason why he liked Penn State was because they had a good uh, meteorology program that he wanted to go to. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only reason he liked Penn State. <laughs> uh, I've I've been a Spartan fan for a very long, long time, and I will always be a Spartan fan. I just like fucking college ball. That's it. I just like the fact that I don't have to worry about cheering for a team, having no allegiances or anything. I just have to sit back and enjoy the games. Oh, I watch a lot of college football. I mean, I don't usually just watch state unless I have other shit going on. But if I have a free Saturday, I will watch at least an SEC. I used to watch Texas all the time. Now it's painful. We we used to get, like see that's the glory about Canada. We only get the good teams, so we also we used to get Texas all the time. Once Texas started having like three losses a season, off the schedule. <laughs> I mean, I I will seek out Texas games when I want to watch them, but I haven't wanted to watch them in a long time because they give me no hope anymore. I got sucked in by Vince Young, man. Came I didn't say Vince Young days, man. I got sucked in by Vince Young. I stuck around with Colt. I was a huge Colt McCoy fan. I loved that kid in college. If he had not gotten hurt in that fucking game, they would have won that championship. Fans, damn, 100%. Yeah. But, um, anyway. So, I have, I've, I watch a lot of different teams. I can't stand most of the SEC. I do like watching Bama lose. Oh, Bama, Bama losing. Oh, God, it's like heaven. A little slice of heaven every year that they don't win. Oh, which isn't very often. The Some of the most glorious ones are like when Auburn takes that last-second field goal and returns it for a touchdown, or Clemson drives down the field and wins a national. Like whenever Bama loses and you know that they – won't win the national championship. It's just so much sweeter. Yeah, the fact that they can still make it in this year hurts me. Like I'm praying the top four all win their games that they got to win. That like I hope Ohio State loses this weekend. You know I hope Clemson pulls it. I I hope that Bama gets no shot at winning this year. I want them to sit sit back and win the fucking hellless Chick Fil A toilet bowl crap, whatever it is that. Some garbage New Year's 
bowl that no one cares about. You know Bama's going to probably get an at-large bid. You I know. The SEC always gets two. You know what will happen is like, the top four will all be in place, and they'll, the committee will come up and be like, changing our minds. This year, eight teams. I wish, <laughs> like, I wish, I wish they would go to an eight-team playoff. They, they, you know what? In all honesty, they should have the power conferences all represented. They need to. I think in some ways, if you're the Pac-12, uh, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, you got to have all those teams. Like you have to be re- represented properly. You can't just have two SEC teams and no Pac-10. Even if the, even if UCLA or USC or Washington or Colorado are three lost teams, at least toss them in there. Like let them be upset or let them go on a run. Like who cares? Right. The NFL does it. Why not the Why not the college level? I think part of the problem or the things that they've said before about um, problems with expanding the playoffs is that it would interfere more with class time because, you know, the NCAA, they they really care about the student-athletes. Well, I mean, when, uh, when Michigan State uh, flies to uh, the basketball team, when they fly cross-country to UCLA – or even better, fuck, when UCLA flies across the world to China and their players end up in jail, are they going to make up those? Are they going to be taking that uh, archaeology 2.0 class there? Are they going to work with their GPAs then? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, get the fuck out of here. The fact that the NCAA is actually shooting a chance to make more money is more, this is a more shocking thing. <laughs> like the fact that they could have, like, that's what's like. How do you not want to have eight teams? Like, the amount of money you could make on that? I know. I think it's smart. I think it should have already happened. But, you know. And it is what it is, right? Right. Four games on Christmas Eve, two games on uh, New Year's Day, one game on the second week of January. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I'm just hoping my team gets a New Year's bid. That's about it. They should be this year, right? They're nine and three. Yeah, and, and they won nine. They're getting a bowl no matter what. But they should get. Yeah. It's it's just whether or not they're gonna get a New Year's bowl or what bull shit's gonna happen. So. You know who's gonna be sitting back on uh, on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and all that crap with his feet on the uh, the old table? Be a uh, old khaki. The khaki. <laughs> the old the old khaki. He ain't getting no uh, no major bowl. He'll get he'll probably get something tossed his way, but maybe getting like the Popeyes fill the fountain with chicken wings bowl. <laughs> the Buffalo, the Arby's Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wing Bowl. <laughs> we get. I can't believe Arby's bought Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, I know. You know what, though? That makes me happy because it makes me think that maybe I can get a Buffalo Wild Wings here in Canada. You guys don't have Buffalo Wild Wings in Canada? We have Wild Wings, and there was a lawsuit two or three years ago between the two corporations because Buffalo Wild Wings claimed that 
Wild Wings stole their idea. I don't know the whole nonsense behind it, but there's we have we have just we have Wild Wings, and we've had it for at least six years here. But I mean that we didn't have one in Windsor. We have one here in Kitchener. So I don't know how long Wild Wings has been around for, but we don't have a Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo and I want... Wild Wings been around for a long time. Yeah, I want one of those fuckers up here. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's where I used it's to go. Better, it's going to be better than the crap that I have. Probably. I would guess I would say so. I used to go I mean, there. Pop- I mean, you're... America's worst Popeyes is better than Canada's best Popeyes. Let me put it that way. Like I, I need, I need some good greasy bar food sometimes, and I got nothing here. See, I don't even go to like we have Lee's. I have Popeyes, I have KFC, but I choose Lee's because Lee's is the shit. And then we've got a couple of mom and pop places that I go to. Okay. But yeah, that's I don't I don't get my chicken from the big corporation. Anyway, so yeah, here we go in the rabbit holes about chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nihilist Arby's. They had a nice tweet about the Buffalo Wild Wings merger, but I don't remember what it said. I retweeted it though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, oh, man. Yeah. So, what do you say we uh, we wrap this fucking shit show up and sounds good. <laughs> Call her an evening. Me uh, me hit me <laughs> with those final thoughts, sir. Yeah, we missed the one big game over the weekend. Uh, Spina Schneider Twain. Uh, in a fun little. Minor classic, the uh, Calgary Stampeders threw it away against the Toronto Argonauts in the uh, 105th Great Cup here in Canada. Uh, Levi Mitchell with a last uh, well, 20 seconds left in the clock, threw a pick in the end zone to cost the Stamps the win. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun game up, in, uh, up until that point. I was hoping that Toronto would lose, but props to them. Another CFL season in the books. Uh that's all I got for tonight. <laughs> That's right. Our football championship has been going on for 50 years longer than the National Football League. Hashtag real news. Hashtag nobody cares. <laughs> Don't say that to Warren Moon or Doug Flutie. Where'd they go? Did they stay in the CFL? No, they went to the NFL. Well, yeah, because they were proven to be legit players. But nobody noticed but the scouts. Nobody was watching them play. (laughs) I like CFL. I don't care. Give me that extra 10 yards in the end zone. If someone has first and 10 on their own 52, I'm all in on it. (sighs) What? (laughs) What so you had the, it go, the 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 it, you have your own fifty, but then you have five yards on either side, so it's actually you go fifty five yards on either side. You have ten extra yards, so you could have from if you take the ball on your own one for a touchdown, it's a hundred and ten yard play, or hundred and nine yard play. Sorry, 
Yeah. <laughs> what in the and fuck? You miss a field goal, you get one point. So you're not a real loser. You miss a field goal and you get a point? Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's fun. It's like, hey, you almost got it. You tried your hardest from 50 yards out. Here's a point. Oh, my God. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. You goddamn Canadians. Are, you, you polited up football. <laughs> hey, what can we do? We say goodnight. <laughs> I can't. I got nothing. Holy shit. You miss a field Night goal goes. and you get a fucking point. Jesus Christ. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's going to wrap it up for tonight's episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Ryan, have yourself a good evening. Thank you, sir. You as well. Thank you. I will. And uh, we'll be back on Thursday to talk about all things UFC 217 or 218 as we get ready for my big weekend in Detroit. Special guest to wait. So for Ryan Dempsey, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys Thursday night for another episode of the Average Joe's MMO Show. Yeah.